Thank you for joining the Chair Chronicles podcast. I'm Carla D. Tillery, your life coach and your favorite auntie. This episode is part of a four-part series on, have you had the talk? The talk is a common expression in the black community, but usually it's focused around having those conversations with your children about racism. But we need to have more of the talk. So this series deals with having the talk with our families about unexpected and expected deaths of a loved one, having the talk with our children about racism, having the talk with our family and friends about the psychological impacts of living while black, and also having the talk about the economic pitfalls that face the black community. Hi, LA. Hey. So we're going to continue in our Have You Had the Talk series. Great. This is another episode connected with that on Mm -hmm. Have You Had the Talk. Love it. And I'm so excited because today we get to talk about Have You Had the Talk about your finances. Good one. Yes. A lot of people don't like to talk about their money. Another one of those difficult conversations, but we have to have it. We have to have it. Mm-hmm. And um, we'll see what the differences are because yeah. you're single and yeah. I'm married. Yeah. And having the talk with who and how, <laughs> right. that's going to be interesting when we talk about- well, I can talk to myself right. about my finances. Yes, yes. Right. Yes. So as a result of COVID, we know mm-hmm. that there's been so many impacts to yeah. uh, to so many families across the world. Yes. Right? Uh, there's a lot of shutdowns that have been going on. Yeah. Uh, a lot of industries across the planet have been impacted. Absolutely. And even those that we thought might have been safe yeah. are not, not safe, safe anymore. Yeah. yeah. I remember thinking like a lot of times, um, you know, when you think about different careers, like which career path would be, you know, the least Secure. impacted right. by by something, you know, tragic happening. Mm-hmm. And you think about the essentials. Yeah. Right? right. So food. Right, food and water, that yes. type of thing. Right, you think about the healthcare industry being right. a safe industry. I mean, everybody is being impacted, even though the healthcare field still is ongoing, right, and more so very robust. Right, but food, right, really has been impacted big time, and we the see re- it. yeah the restaurants. Uh, yeah. If they did not have outdoor dining and seating, they have been yeah. drastically yeah. impacted. And right? we're seeing long standing restaurants closing their closing. doors. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The retail. Now, I know retail pre COVID, it started to change yeah. with a lot of the big box online right. type of um, distribution centers and things like that. But, right. you know, retail is taking a plunge. Big, big hit. A big plunge big now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, seeing a lot of vacancies yeah. uh, in terms of buildings, the big box. Uh, it's just looking very empty out there now. It the really streets. is. It really is. And it's 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 actually scary because you know behind those industries closing, right. there's faces, there's there's families. Right. You know, where there's one breadwinner. Right. And so what do they do now? Yeah. And have they been having the talk about right. their finances? Right. Have they saved for what they call the rainy the day? The rainy day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's been raining since March. A whole lot. A whole lot. <laughs> it's yeah. Been yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. So, I think um, I- I've worked with some people that I know have not been very mm. comfortable talking about their finances. Mm. You know, and I don't know what it was like for you growing up. When I grew up, 
you know, listening to my parents, I did hear certain conversations because, of course, I grew up in the era where you don't be listening to no grown folks. You mind your business. Right. <laughs> yeah, mind your business. And if you With heard talking, you... Oh, yeah. You had to keep it shut. Yes. Right? Yes. You were lucky if you could be in the room. Right. Right. But um, I did have an opportunity to kind of hear more. And me and my dad talked a lot about business mm -hmm. and about finances. He's right. the one who really has given me a lot of insights over the years. Mm -hmm. And to this day, we still are very open about what's happening right. with our finances and, yeah. and helping each other at this point. So, yeah, right. it's been uh, it, it's interesting growing up and kind of learning yeah. uh, whether you could have that talk comfortably right right, right. and my mom most my parents worked i was fortunate i grew mm -hmm. up and i was a latchkey kid so yeah i was coming <laughs> home by myself right right because <laughs> right. both my parents were out working right, right so um but they both brought in an income to support the household right so i saw that so that has kind of like been my model right. i uh i did not have the you know, even the interest per se to be a stay at home mom, even mm -hmm. though I know that works for many, many families. Right. right. Um, I think my model as my mom would, you know, I saw her go to work. She was a teacher. Okay. And so going, seeing her get up and go to work, my dad was doing right. that and they shared everything, uh -huh. you know, in terms right. of household responsibilities and taking care of us. And even yes. on the cooking, both my mom and my dad cook. Yeah. So I right. saw this kind of like mutual agreement between yes. the two. Yes. I would hear them talk about vacations and planning that together. Right. right. Um, talking about different bills and different things they wanted to do around the house. So yeah. that was my model set. Right. Right. So I adopted it because it looked like it worked. <laughs> and obviously it did. It did. Yes. It did. Yes. So. And, 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 you know, as for myself, you know, my mom um, stayed home um, for many years. Um, my sister is um, handicapped. So my mom, you know, once we were old enough to, to be around and, and, you know, she was able to then, you know, forge out and, and get okay. a job of her own, but, right. you know, help the home down and, and, yeah. you know, and did her part, you know, and it's the same thing, you know, we didn't know what a bill was, mm. mm -hmm. you know, we didn't, but again, my dad was, I mean, he's awesome with money. I mean, he, he was the money man and he really, you know, taught us about, you know, when you get your allowance and how to save and, mm. you know, and how you, you know, put a little bit here and a little bit there. So, you know, I grew up with that as well. And, you know, and working for what you want, yes. you know, but not spending it all. Right. Cause my, uh, listen, not money don't it. grow on trees. Oh I mean, my every goodness. every time I ask for something. <laughs> exactly. And I know my parents are going to be listening. Right. So yeah, money right. don't grow on right. trees. That's right. all that I And I wasn't paid life. to do chores. I'm just going to let you know now. <laughs> I didn't get money to, to wash the dishes, you know, you know, but it, 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 it does. You know, you think about, you know, how children are being raised today. You know, there are some households where the child knows about the bill collector. Yeah. You know, and I, I, I believe that we should expose our children to saving and they can, you can teach them that as young as five years old. As far as I'm concerned, you can show them how you, you know, put a little jar and, you know. That's you know. right. But I don't believe that a, ch a child should be exposed to, you know, the harsh realities at that age of we can't pay this bill. Right. You know, so, uh, you know, there, there's there's definitely a balance when yeah, we talk about and savings. And, it is, and it is a balance. And I think, you know, I, 
again, I I knew they talked about money, right. but I do think that I was protected from a lot of different right. things. Right. Um. But they also would let me know when they didn't have it. I right. mean, that was very right. clear in right. terms of messaging about stop asking for things when we go to the store. Right. Um. Because yes. you can't get it because money don't grow on trees. <laughs> exactly. Let's have or, this talk before we get out of the car. Do not. Right. 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 And and so right. and I think t- taking what I experienced as a child and then morphing it into what my husband and I had mm. in terms of our conversation with yeah. our children about right. money, right. you know, it's grown yes. and it, it's become more enhanced. Right. And so, you know, like you were saying in terms of you might not have known what a bill was right. on, on the, you know, I think contrary to that, we also didn't know what good credit was. Right. Right. And that's, right. I mean, it's so important that you do have the talk Yes, because yes. there's, it's a, I think there's a way that you can put it in context without making children feel like they have the responsibility or the burden. Right. But right. have an understanding of what real life is really all about. Is like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So something very similar to what's happening now in COVID, um, we were sitting around the dinner table. I forget mm-hmm. how old I was, maybe about 11 or 12 years mm-hmm. old. Uh, we were having family dinner, listening mm-hmm. to the TV, listening to mm-hmm. the news. And my father found out that the store he was working for was closing. Wow. We heard it on the news. We all heard it together. Um, I have just small memory, uh, Mm -hmm. memories of kind of like the impacts of that. Right. I I know a lot of it was shock, you know, for my father and my mom to learn that now two household income is now becoming one. one. Right. Right. And so there were a lot of changes that started to happen in our family as mm-hmm. a result of that. Right. Um, and the most obvious was seeing my dad home more. Right. 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 Because he wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was actively looking. And, and fortunately, it wasn't too long right. uh, after that when he found, you know, uh, other type of work to do. Right. Right. So. So, yeah, it was interesting, though, I think, to kind of have that reflection right. and understanding now what's happening with COVID, with people having that same experience, yes. Uh, yes. realizing that your income is either cut in half or cut all Off. together. Yes. Yeah. Devastating. It is. Devastating. It is. it is. And without proper preparing for that rainy day. Right. You know, we, we go about and we get our bonuses or, you know, we're working extra hours to bring in extra income. You know, what are we doing with that? What are we doing with it? And so many of us are living check to check. Yeah. That it's so hard to even carve out. We, we, I've heard so many, uh, different kind of pushes in different community organizations and at churches and other places, you know, you need to save, you need to do this with your money. And, you know, you, you hear the talk about it, but then in terms of applying it, right. Yeah. I think sometimes there was a bit of a gap with that. Yeah. And I think, you know, the other part of that too, is everyone's situation is different. different. Mm -hmm. So sometimes, you know, you, you, there's some trepidation of, of listening to those kind of seminars and things like that, because you're like, I don't have a lot of money. Right. So, you know, that doesn't apply to me or, you know, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I can't barely save $2. Right. So you mean to tell me I'm supposed to save 10% of my check or, you know, so again, situational. Situational. So, right. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so is- so I think the important thing is is to not be afraid to talk about it because I feel yeah. like hiding under the covers is the worst thing that we can do uh when it comes to dealing with our finances right. is to not face it head on. Right. And as much stress and anxiety as it brings, it's still a necessary kind of confrontation, so yes. to speak. Yes. Confront that dollar. That's it. And figure out what you need to do because there right. are so many resources. And I feel like so many times we don't get started because right. we don't feel like we're in the position. Right. 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 To to even plan, right. to even mm-hmm. kind of prepare for a rainy mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. to kind of put those necessary things in place. Because we're like, mm-hmm. we don't have enough to do that. We just right. trying to barely pay bills and the collections are calling and this and that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. And I think so oftentimes I've talked with, you know, some of my friends and, you know, because I have a strong message about finances and knowing what's coming in, what's going right, out. Right. You know, right. even if you if it's going out on the wrong things, at least right. know it. At least know it. At right. least know, know it. Know where your money's going. And yeah. so I remember talking with my friend about, uh, she was like, I need to save money and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And she was really trying. And she was single. Yeah. And I said, you could do it. I was like, so let me sit down with you. So I sat down with her. Yeah. We went through her finances. I'm a spreadsheet girl. Yes. So I, you I know, I too. pulled out Excel. Oh, yes. We did the number yes. crunching and all of that. And I was like, if you put this away, I was like, you can have almost $10,000 by the end of the year. She couldn't believe it. Wow. And I said, but we got to do this, this, and this to get you on the road right. to where you can do that. Mm-hmm. Some of it was cutting back a lot of excess. Right. 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 And then one of the things I realized uh, when I was working with her was that she wasn't paying her cell phone bill off at the end of the month. Mm. And that's a big no-no for that's me. And I don't know why that's a pet peeve, but I'm like this. If you're talking <laughs> that much that you can't pay it off, you need to hang up your phone. Right. You you're need, talking you, entirely too much. Too much. <laughs> too much. So that's right. an auntie kind of conversation. Yes. Listen, yes. if you cannot pay your cell phone bill off at the end of the month and pay it in full, something is wrong. Right. 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 Why are you carrying over charges for a conversation that you had 35, 40, 45 days ago? (laughs) I love it. I I love it. We need to have you start a class. I'm telling you. But it's true. It's It's like you can't pay for a conversation you had 30 days ago. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So we've got to rearrange a little bit of our priorities. Mm -hmm. We've got to have better control and management over our finances and what we're spending it on. We need to be looking for options and alternatives to always find ways to cut back. And we have to. Yes. You can't hide under the rock. You can't hide under under the covers and say, you know, I can't do it. Right. Yeah, that's a no-no. It's a and big no-no. Not no, it's I can't. No. And you know what? Have, just like we have goals for our career, you know, um, you know, where we see ourselves in five years, it should also be a goal for what your finances look like. What do what you know? What that's are my right. financial goals? You know. Am I the person that wants to be able to travel? Okay. Well, in order to travel, you have to have. Right. So money. what are you doing? Right. What are you doing? Or or I want to start a business. Mm. You know, so there 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 has to be, you know, you have to understand what your money style is, I believe, and then also determine what are your financial goals. It's not all about putting it in a savings account. Right. How about investing? That's right. And in, that is something that we, you know, don't have a lot of knowledge about. Right. And right. so there are some things that are going to push you, that are going to challenge you to kind of do some research, right. to kind of find the right people yes. who can give you some guidance and that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. So, but look, 
You can always Google it. I know there's a lot of false oh, information yes. out there, but Google it and you will get at least on the pathway right. to sort of finding out some good information about right. what you can do. Right. And, and connect with others yes. who, who, you know, are, are, you know, either in the financial business or, or they, they, like you said, you have a spreadsheet. Oh, I right. didn't think about that. Well, how did you, you know, how did you set it up? Maybe they can send you a, temp- send a, template, a template. Right. So there's, I mean, there are many, many resources, but like you said, we have to take our head out of the sand and listen, we've all mm-hmm. been there. We've all made some horrible financial mistakes, Absolutely. but you can recover and, and, you and, can recover. and we're not, I, I don't present myself even as an expert on not this. at all. I'm not just presenting this as a, you know, learn from some of my, my mistakes. mistakes, right? <laughs> and don't make the same mistakes I did. Right. Yes. So yes. one of the things, you know, particularly that's happened, um, you know, research is saying right now that mm-hmm. there's almost a little under 13 million people in the United States unemployed. That is that uh, that represents a lot of households. It's mind-boggling. That's thirteen million people, people. Wow. and so with that, you gotta under you know there's there's this huge understanding that there are a lot of people that are suffering right now. Yeah, there are a lot yeah. of people that need resources. There are a lot of people that don't know how they're gonna make ends meet. Um, yeah. Thankfully, with COVID, there's been some kind of um, relief in terms right. of not only through the stimulus, but also with landlords to to not Tenant, evict right. people right. and some of the services for utilities and things like that cannot turn the services off. Right. So right. that's been a little bit of a help. But I think, you know, we still need to kind of figure out how do we help people move forward. Yes. How do we help our sister? How do we help our brother? How do we help, you yes. know, that neighbor or that friend right. or that family member that really still um has to regroup. Right. Really right. regroup. Right. And and let them know that, you know, you're not alone in this. You know, there right. there are people out here, there are resources out here to help you. And and I, you know, I I've been touched with with being unemployed, you know, um, you know, definitely not during this crisis, thank you God, but you know, I've been on that end of having to file for unemployment and and you know, have to wait weeks and and you know, and I'm very much independent. I don't run to my parents for things, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so I've been in tight places and it is it's a scary place to be, but like you said, it's about tackling. It's about facing our That's fears right. about our finances and we can do it. We can do we it. We can do it. We can do it. Yeah. Um, it will yeah. require patience. It oh, will yeah. require um, you know, a little bit of kind of hardening of the heart because I think sometimes yeah. you'll start to see yourself differently yeah. when you don't feel like you have the money to uh, that you want to have to sort of control and manage right. things that are going on. It can really hit your self-esteem hard, your self-worth and your self-value. Right. And right. this is not the time to sort of point fingers no, at yourself. not at all. This is time for you to say, okay, what can I do? Right. It's not about what you can't action. do. It's about what can I do now right. moving forward. Right. And right. I think for couples, you've got to be able to face it together mm-hmm. and sort of say, we're in this together. together. Because right. it doesn't matter who has the income or where it's coming from. At the end of the day, that's the household, household. income. Right. And that's the biggest thing that I've seen is like this division of money. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. And and my husband and I, you know, while each one of us brings a different set of income into the household, mm-hmm. uh, that's irrelevant to okay. the fact that it's our household income. Right. So I can't look at him and say, "This is what I'm going to do because this is my money." 
I mean, you know, sometimes we want to. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> but right. It, it, when you're married, it really is a conversation that you have to have with your spouse. Right. And you also have to understand who has the uh, the, the skills, which skills in myself or mm-hmm. my husband, mm-hmm. uh, and and that needs to really have an eye over the finances, right? right? right. Because in some cases... One partner, that might not be their strength. Right. And I solely believe in yeah. utilize the strength of your partner, particularly right. for couples. Right. Use right. the strength of your partner. Mm-hmm. If your strength isn't money, please don't handle the money. Don't do that. And don't and I that. and I yeah. and I'll say this even if it's the man, um, if he's, you know, the breadwinner and all of that, but if he's not good with managing money, he does not have to manage it. It's right. okay. Right. And it doesn't mean you're less of a man. Right. Right? right. It means you're a man enough to say that my partner has the right skills and I'm going to utilize the skill. You're right. making the decision of right. how it's being handled. You're still representing yourself as right. head of household to say, you know what? I'm going to utilize my partner because that's her best skill. Right. Right. You're still making a decision. And I haven't had to have that conversation uh-huh. over and over. So men do not feel like they're devalued. Right. If they're not managing the money. Right. If that's right. not your skill it's, set, it's, it's, it's okay. Right. right. I'd rather you be the head of the household and right. make sure it happens. Right. Right. It's delegation. Right. Well, let me ask this personal question. So did you have the talk? Did you and Chris, did you, you and your husband have that talk oh, before we had you that. got married? What oh, were your yes. goals? Okay. Oh, okay. we talked about that before we got married. I was on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you this. Like, I was on it. <laughs> we yeah. talked about that. Yeah. Um, he had, it's funny because, you know, I was in school at the time getting my degree. Uh-huh. And, and this was the ongoing joke. Uh-huh. You know, he was like, you're going to have to make so much amount of money by this time. You know, mm. he was putting like that demand on me because uh-huh. he knew <laughs> he knew I was in school and I'm doing all this talking. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but anyway, that uh-huh. was just a joke. Right. Um, but yeah, we did talk about it. Okay. We talked about it quite often, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was we were both very open. Mm-hmm. And one of the things when we got married, I was bringing in some debt. Because you know, uh-huh. you know, sister got to look good. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and right. so I, I unfortunately, it's nothing really to brag about. But right. y'all know what, y'all Come know on, what, we've all, all done it, right? Right. I, I unfortunately had some debt that I was bringing into the marriage. I couldn't hide it. I, I was smart enough to know mm-hmm. that that's not something you hide. Right. So I right. was very upfront with what I had on my plate. Mm-hmm. Um, I also wanted to go to grad school after we got married. Okay. So I knew immediately I was not bringing in income. Right. So we had to have that conversation. Will mm-hmm. this work? Um, will we be able to live off one income? That sort right. of thing. Right. So we were very open and very That's transparent. Good. And so was he. He That's was very good. transparent about his income, what mm-hmm. the bills he had, you know, and what the expectations would be for both of us. Mm. Um, so it. interestingly, you know, so here we go. <laughs> we get married and I'm in grad school. Uh-huh. And at that time, there was no such thing as like the uh, these phone plans that okay. had unlimited minutes. Uh-oh. Oh yeah, you were paying for every single minute you was on the phone. Uh-oh. So I know I'm outdated myself. Cause that goes way, <laughs> way back. Yes. So I was one of those who, again, I relocated, mm-hmm. right? Many, many states away. Right. And so in order for me to stay in contact with my mom and my dad, Uh-oh. right? I had to 
use the telephone. Right. So I was racking up that telephone bill. And he looked at it one month. He was like, you have to get a job because we cannot. Just for your phone. Just, for, just so that I could call home. Yeah. So, and I ended up doing that, right? Because I, you know. <laughs> I was like, okay. I'm not going to stop talking. Right. So I've got to yeah, figure this gotta out. got to pay for this bill, right? Yeah. So, but we've always had like those honest conversations about where we are with our money. Right. And the one thing we do, we, we try to sit down regularly. That's good. To really talk about it. Because mm-hmm. things change. Yes. And this is what I would say, particularly for couples, mm-hmm. is that sometimes you can make an agreement. Don't just think that that's going to hold you because things change. change. Right? right. And so you've got to have frequent conversations to make adjustments over time. Right. So if you get married and your husband says, okay, I'm going to take care of you. You don't have to work. And then something happens. Maybe he gets sick or maybe he's not getting, you know, increases in his salary to keep up right. with inflation and the rising costs. Right. It might mean that you need some type of supplemental income. Right. And you've got to make that decision. Well, do now do I go to work? Do I find some part-time? Do I go full-time? Does he pick up a part-time job and then he's not right. home? And then I'm stuck here with the kids, raising the kids, and they don't see dad. Like, so many different things happen. Yes. So you have to continue having mm-hmm. the talk. Yeah, yeah. It's not one and done. Right. Because my husband and I have had so many things over the course of our 20-plus years of marriage mm. that have altered how we handle our money. Right, right. And see... You know, coming from the single perspective, it's the same type of planning mm. that you have to have. But who are you talking to? You know, I, I you know, you have the, the hard talk with yourself, with yourself. You know, especially when you look at your check your checkbook and you're constantly like, okay, <laughs> this is not adding up. You know, and then you you reach out to others who, um, you know, have set budgets for themselves. And let's just be clear, you know that there are you know girlfriends, uh, mm-hmm. an aunt or an uncle or someone who um, has done it. You've seen them do very well, you know, with their finances. They're talking about, you know, how they've saved or how they've invested and things. Pick their brain. That's right. Google things. Um, take a class. I mean, there's free classes at the high schools yes. that, you know, that we've all gone to that you can, you know, a, a money market class or, you know, um, a budgeting class. Those are everywhere. Yes. So, you know, there's no excuse. There is no excuse, but again, it's like having that that honest conversation and that honest look at where you are financially, and especially depending upon your age. Yeah, when you're in your twenties, you know you're working just to be able to buy clothes and you know go to the <laughs> club and you know go to the movies and go out to oh, eat. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah. and you know, you know, as someone that's in their fifties, you know, I'm thinking, you know, I don't plan on working past retirement. I Pray not, you know, so I have to think long-term, what does that look like? Will I be able to comfortably be able to just take, God forbid, social security goes away, then what? Then what? Exactly. And I think beyond making sure that we are dedicating savings, we are also not dedicating finances and resources for after we're finished working, like you said, right. the retirement. What is what do, what does our future look like? Right. What is our living style? Yeah. What do we want it to be? Right. What will it require to support that? Right. You know, I want to travel, so I know I've got to start putting some money away now. Right. 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 So that you know, Chris and I, I have that opportunity mm-hmm. to have those resources available to travel where right. we want to go right. without having the heartache, without having the anxiety, exactly. without wondering how we're going to do this, and right. so. 
You've got to think about, you right. know, uh, your retirement income and what that looks like. And so many people right. do not plan for that. They don't. They don't. They don't plan for the retirement. They don't plan for even medical uh, as associated with it being in the older age right. and what that might need to look like. Because right. some of these government programs right now, one, they, they sometimes fall short right. of what your medical needs may be. Right. And then secondly, we don't know if they're going to be around. I mean, with right. all the different leaderships that we've had across this country, yeah. every time Social Security comes up and yes. they're talking about reducing the funding for that right. and eliminating it over time. So right. we don't know what's going to happen. Exactly. And, you you know, as, as a single person, you also, you know, yes, I am putting it out in the atmosphere, you know, even among COVID, wherever you are, Boaz, I'm here. I'm still here, <laughs> you know, but you also want to have yourself in a position that, Say, for instance, you don't get married. Mm-hmm. Mm. Will you be able to take care of yourself? yourself. And 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 mm. let's just be clear: we all have a lifestyle, right. regardless of whether you're sitting at home eating bonbons or you're working three or four jobs. There is a lifestyle mm-hmm. that you want to maintain and have, and so it really is about reducing the amount of debt. Yes. Yes. To your income ratio. And I know it's hard for, you know, someone that has lost their job. They can't think, like they can't even think about that, but you have to. You have to. You have to think about it and say, listen, it won't be like this always. Right. So there are three things you should understand relative to your financial picture. Right. One is what is your income? Yes. And if you're living in the household and you're in a partnership um, or married, you should kind of understand what that total income is Mm -hmm. coming into household. Right. And then what are those expenses? Yes. That's a big one. What, where is our money going? Right. And most of the time when I talk to people. Where is it going? It is going to a lot of entertainment. Oh, yeah. And it's going towards um, (laughs) food. Especially for uh, family households. Wow. You know what happens? We go to the grocery store, we buy a bunch of food, and then we're too tired to cook it. Mm. So then what do we do? We pick up the phone and we, we order we out. Order out ah. Or we go out. Yes. And so now we've got like this double kind of expense for right. food because we're too tired to cook. That has happened to me so many times. Wow. But when I'm working with different couples and we go through that spreadsheet mm. and we look at how much you spend at the grocery store and mm. then how much you spend eating out, the eating out is, is just as much. Right. And so what that tells me is, is that we're purchasing food, but we're not cooking it. Wow. And you know, it's that syndrome of going to the grocery store without a list. And you walk up in that house and then you pick up everything inside. Your basket will be full. And then what happens? Sometimes the same day you go to the grocery store, you end up ordering out. (laughs) I have done it. I have done it. That is something though. So a lot of expenses, it really is going towards food and, and it's uncontrolled. In right. terms of how much we're actually spending on food. Right. So that's kind of some of the main areas. And mm-hmm. then the other thing, so I said income, right. right, expenses. The other thing is you need to know your debt. Mm-hmm. Now, there have been so many times that people say, oh, I'm good, blah, blah, blah. You know, we've got enough money coming in to handle our expenses. And then I said, well, how much debt are you in? And it's like crickets. Uh-huh. They don't have a good handle on how much do they owe. 
And so what happens is we're paying the minimum on credit cards. Right. We have a number of credit cards that mm-hmm. are open, right. a number of accounts that are open with right. outstanding balances and we're just paying the minimum and then we're paying all of this interest and we yes. think we're good because we can afford the minimum. Right. But we're actually increasing the debt over time because of interest and because yes. of that reoccurring balance. Ugh. And so it's cycle. not enough just to know your income and expenses. You have to understand how much debt are you in. Right. Right. And and do you have a debt plan mm. to reduce it, eliminate it? Isn't that something? We, we put that in a box over there because we don't want to talk about it. Nobody that. wants to talk about because nobody wants to deal with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then it's and it's the worst. You know, it's like that baby elephant that gets bigger, 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 and bigger. Right. Because many times what we do is we max out one car. And what we, do we do? We open said, up another credit card. Exactly. Oh, and they'll give it to you. Oh, don't have that zero balance and I can transfer. Oh, they will give it to you. Right. You get all these promotional uh, offers and things right. like that. And and it was so interesting. I was talking with my son about this. And he, was, he had paid off one of his uh, credit cards and then mm-hmm. they increased his limit. I said, yeah, because they want you to spend they want some more your, money. Yeah. Right. They want you to keep spending. And yeah. and while it's good because it, sh- actually, you know, it shows that you've got some discipline right. and that you can manage it. Right. But on the flip side, what the, the credit card companies are essentially doing yeah. is allowing you more of an opportunity to get in more debt. Right. Because they're like, oh, you paid that off. So, okay. Well, Let's okay. give you a little bit more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's and sometimes it's a balance, right? right? Because you need to establish credit. Right. That's important. Right. But you need to establish good credit. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good credit. Right. And even not paying your utilities and things like that impact your credit. Yes, they do. So, you need right. to establish good credit. Right. Um, it, so, it's a fine balance mm-hmm. still of making sure you don't have your uh, availability of credit right, right to hurt you, mm-hmm. particularly if, you, if you're if you looking for a home. Right. So, it could hurt you as yeah. well. Yeah. Even though you don't have a balance. Mm. This is good. This is good. It's about knowing. You, you really have to be in the know. You have to know. So, knowing your income, knowing your expenses, and I'm understanding your debt so you can get a plan. Yes. And I think the other thing that you brought out is highly important is having some goals. Yeah. What are your financial goals for the household? Right. Uh, what, are your fi- what are your individual goals? Right. You know, what agreements have you made with your spouse about how much is, you know, uh, an expendable, you know, kind of allowance that we don't need to confer right. on? Right. You know, what? that dollar amount where I can go out and get this up to right. and then be okay but right. if it's beyond that then we, we need to have a conversation it. because right. most of the time there is a threshold where it's going to impact the other person right at some point or another because mm-hmm. it's going to hit either the expense column or that debt column right and we don't want it in the debt column and we don't want it there <laughs> right. right right so having the talk about finances with your household is important. I think uh, finding that right conversation with your children Mm -hmm. uh, at different age levels is appropriate. It is. And you know, it might be a different message, but I think teaching them about money, teaching them about credit, teaching them about goals, particularly teaching them about savings. Oh my gosh. Is important. Yes. I mean, that is something I get on on my, (laughs) you know, they know I'm a broken record when it comes to saving, 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 because you never know. Yeah. And when things like this happen, unexpected 
tragedy happens that affects so many people. Right. You know, we, we want to be positioned well right. uh, where we can manage it and, right. and still hold our head up yes. and not and not fall apart. Right. So many people are falling apart. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, because it, it's, it really is devastating right. to see so many industries from manufacturing to uh, to retail to food, the food industry. And, and I was just listening to a report about uh, how the uh, airline industry was impacted. Oh, right? right. Yeah. So but so, I'm yeah. just thinking like just the flight itself. Right. Right. What I didn't realize is that all of those supporting industries like the companies that do the peanuts and the snacks, right. they've got storehouses now, warehouses full of products because they have not been able to get it right. out to the airlines because there are fewer planes, it's oh. a lot less travel. Right. So it's impacting those other industries right. that support the airline industry. Right, right. So that's a lot of people for manufacturing people. and things like that. And then right. you've got, you know, of course, those businesses uh, and restaurants and things like that in the airport. Right, right. And then cutting down fewer people altogether. So right. uh, that need to kind of oversee, you know, or, or manage the planes coming in and out. Yeah. So it, it is lot. just this ripple effect it does. of it what does. has happened mm. and really causing us to really make sure we understand our finances, right. that we can pivot quickly, yes. that we can go into a reserve right. and, and pull some money out when we need to. Right. And sometimes you just have to come up with a different strategy. You do. You do. A and, different and, strategy. And like you said, it takes work, but it's doable. It is doable. It's doable. So, right. you know, get out there and find those resources, ask questions, you know, seek those answers that you need. And don't be afraid to confront what's in front of you. You have to look at your finances. You, we all have to do it. Right. We all have to do it. Yeah. So have you had the talk about your finances? I hope you're not one who is sort of uh, hiding behind the fact yeah. that this is something that you need to deal with. Face it. We want to support you. Share your story. Share yes. your comments with us. Uh, we can share some resources that we are aware of right. in terms of different training opportunities and different resources that will give you the information you need to hopefully help you make the right decisions for you and your household. Whether you're married or whether you're single, it is an important conversation to have with someone else or with yourself. That's right. <laughs> you better. <laughs> and sometimes even if you're married, you still need to talk to yourself and say, you need to stop. Let's get out you, of the store. You, you need to get out the store, get off the online right. shopping. Right. Because I think that's a new oh that's a new gosh. thing right Amazon, now. Amazon, you oh are the devil. <laughs> it's like all you got to do is click, click, and that's click. It. That's it. <laughs> and that's then it. guess what happens? There's a mm. door package. Yep. The door is not. Yep. <laughs> Put it around the back under the stairs. Right. Exactly. Yeah, we're always like, who orders something now? It's a package coming every day. Okay, right. I digress. But right. anyway, yeah. share your comments yes. and let us hear your stories uh, because we know that this is yes. important. And we want you to have the talk about your finances. Don't hide from it. Hide Confront from your it. money and handle it well. Yes. So thank you for joining this episode with us of the, on the Chair Chronicles. We're so happy that you tuned in. We hope that you would like and share this podcast. And please tune in for another episode of The, the Chair, Chair Chronicles. Chronicles.